It's Northwest Popcast. I'm here with Danae Beckham and Alan Quick. And tonight's guest is actor Deep Roy. We're going to talk Star Wars because May the 4th be with you is just a week away. So welcome to the show, Deep. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for having me again. And uh, much appreciated. We love having you. I'm going to kind of kick it over to Zanade and, um, yeah, let her kind of take things away tonight. So, Deep, what I really want to know is have you ever gone to a May the 4th event before? I haven't because uh, the 4th one wasn't with me, so I don't know what the May the 4th is, you know. Uh, had the 4th been with me, I would have gone. <laughs> uh, well, I guess what I was going to get at is, do you ever uh, get the urge to go out in any Star Wars garb, or does anybody ever uh, recognize you as Yoda, even though you were covered? Well, people do know, you know, some do, some don't, you know, some are spies, but uh, the only Yoda I did was on uh, Return uh, sorry, uh, five strikes again or back. And uh, that's the only time I did Yoda. I just, I just was, I just was a walking Yoda. You know, so, uh, which is, uh, which was a great thing. You know, they asked me to do the walking Yoda. And they said to me I was too tall. And I said, well, I think somebody recognizes my height. But then again, uh, they said to me, can you walk on the knees? So that's what I did. I put the kneecaps on me and started walking on the knees. And that's, I did the walking yoga. Uh, the rest is the history. Fabulous. So you don't probably typically walk around on your knees these days. <laughs> I guess people would not <laughs> recognize that. No, uh, but then again, I thought that I think, think you know, well, that's, that's very good. I was going to make a comeback on that, you know, but I, I haven't had a, any funny thing to say about that walking on my knees. But then again, uh, do I walk on my knees? It's very difficult to walk on, on, on one knee. Hey, well, you know, with, you quarant- know, with quarantine time, we can all practice being Yodas around our house, you know, put a, put a blanket over us and walk around on our knees and get to relive your moment. <laughs> I'm going to throw it over to Alan. I know he has a couple of questions for you, too. So, sure. D, uh, when you did uh, Empire uh, Strikes Back, um, was it a second AD that took care of your scenes, uh, or Kirshner, or was it, uh, how, how long was your day on the set uh, to do your uh, piece? Uh to do my piece, you know, it took them, uh, it took them the whole day to do that. So there you go. Um, I know, you know, it, it, it was a whole day. And the reason it was the whole day because uh, they had to set up everything. They had to do the put them, put the, the, the mask and all that stuff. And, and the suit and all that, which was made for me, and I did it, you know, and, um, and it took them almost a, not whole day, almost half a day to do that. So a lot of the waiting around for them to do setups, and uh, yeah. was there any yeah. principal actors 
in and around the scene, or was it just basically you on a soundstage and then them just telling you direction? No, I was. I think Mark Wahlberg, not Mark Wahlberg, Mark Hamill. Why did I say that? You see, the minute they said Mark, they said Mark Hamill, and he was there. And as I recall, you know, this is I'm talking about 1977-78. You know, I can't remember what happened yesterday. Forget about remembering 1978. So. Uh, there were some few actors there too. Yes, of course they were there. Uh, 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 it was a it was a great set what they did. Great set. And, well, uh, the Walking Yoda was that uh, where they had the the swamp uh, built up. Yes. They said it was pretty smelly. Was it pretty smelly when you're doing your stuff? Well, it wasn't smelly, but then again, you know. Uh, <laughs> As 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 the heat comes along, it 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 it, it, it becomes smelly. You know, talking about the smelly things, you know, the Charlie, uh, the uh, the chocolate thing that they made is kind of smelly after about two days. So they had to, ah. yeah, so you know, and and that 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 you know that's what happens when when you mix when you create a, a fake chocolate flavor. And it started stinking, and uh, and they had to take care of that. And same with the swamps. It did, of course, it does. You know, after all, it's swamps. It got swamped by the smell. <laughs> it's a swamp for a reason. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Yoda's Yoda's home, being swampy and smelly. <laughs> so I have a fan question. Sam Parsley out of Portland, Oregon. Ask this of you, Deep. He says, "Have you seen the Mandalorian Disney Plus no, series? And what do you no, I... go ahead? Go ahead. What do you think of uh, Baby Yoda?" Wow, I haven't seen the movie, but I think of the Baby Yoda. Yeah, I think that's a. a, 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 a I think that's a, that's a brilliantly that was brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. You know. But then again, uh, I don't know. Yoda was a male or female. Yeah. I was baby Yoda, but then again, how did that happen? You know, you know, to to produce a baby Yoda. There's definitely uh, uh, some some issues in canon with that, but there, there's a little bit of a debate there. I feel like on pro or con baby Yoda. Yeah, and I've heard uh, like they don't even re- refer to him as Baby Yoda. They refer to him as the child in the series, and then Baby Yoda is more of the, the fan base, the Star yeah. Wars fan base. Fun so, thing. yeah. Well, so. that's the reason they did because uh, because uh, because of the force. Yep. Because of Yoda's force. Well, well that that deep that goes with my next question. It just uh, goes with what Ryan was saying. Uh, because the Mandalorian is uh, very popular, I'm hoping that they reach out to you, and maybe you can do a, uh, something on that uh, particular series, the Mandalorian. Well, thank you so much. Uh, let's see what happens. If they, if they approach me, yeah, we'll see what happens. Because uh, deep, but... with all that you put into the business. 
I, I'm thinking that, you know, why do you need to have a mask? I mean, you've, you've paid your dues, and I would think maybe a cameo, you know, that you would just be in a scene, or if you did want to be on makeup, in makeup or a mask, that'd be kind of fun for you, too. We are good, you know. It's it's uh, it's it's not a uh, you know. You ask me if I had my dues. Of course, I paid my dues. You know, through hard work and all that. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's not a question of paying the dues. It's a question of uh, whether I like the car, like the concept, what they you know uh, of the role they are for me. You know, and really, and you know, I mean, I can't even pronounce the name of them. You know, uh, but uh, thank you for thinking about all that. You know, and if they approach me, you know, uh, we'll see if it happens. It'll be great if it happens. It'll be, but it's still great if it doesn't happen. But is there somebody that you can uh, to uh, overseas, uh, like an agent that can kind of request mm, maybe you know, or put know, that in, or how does that work? Well, you know, no. Uh, you know, for me, Alan. You know. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, for me, I, I, I hardly ask anyone. Oh, okay. If they do that properly, I, I can't even ask my agent. Excuse okay. me, can you go and get in touch? You know, the reason I don't do that is because, uh, you know, agents are smart, smart enough. You know, and I, I don't have to, you know, ask them to. Ask others to give me work or, or to, to consider me. I've never done that. I've never do that in my entire life. I've never asked anyone, well, "Can you give me a job? Can you create something for me? Can you do this for me?" I haven't. I don't know how to. Um. Um. More power to I've you, Pete. Seriously. Best. Yeah, yeah, you've been blessed. Um, you've been blessed I, I, I a long career. Working, working with, you know, working with amazing people, amazing producers, directors, and actors. And I think I'm the luckiest guy in the country. You know, let's see what happens. The future looks bright. I know we got a little bit of a, a, a hump or a, a, a delay. Because the film industry absolutely closed due to the violence, but then again, hey, things happen. But I think uh, it's going to pick up again, you know. And one thing I want to do is I want to do my own show rather than asking people, "Can you do this for me? Can I do this for me? I've got idea which I want to do. I want to do my own show, and hopefully it will happen too." Very cool. That's exciting. What? That is cool. And, what? Uh, that, Go Tell ahead. us more about your venture. That's what. What? Uh, what's your concept idea for your show? Well, the concept idea of the show is uh, it's because uh, uh, I love food and wine and travel. I want to do a travel show where where, where I go uh, and and meet a, a chef and uh, and see how the chef does the prepare his food, go to the market with him, do all that, ask him questions. And what wines go with which food, and uh, how do you pair wines with the food, and all that? You know, I do the travel show worldwide. You know, go to and I go go to the world. You know, and uh, also not only the restaurants. I like to uh, 
bring in the family and friends. And yeah, you know, if you're looking for some some partners to go travel the world and eat some lovely food with you, I think I know three people on Northwest Podcast <laughs> who might even, you know, record some episodes long to go with your show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. We'll see. You know, maybe that's what I like your ideas, though. It sounds like something I would enjoy watching because who doesn't yeah, enjoy yeah. some food, some good food and travel, living vicariously? And yeah, also gives people hope. Yeah, with everything that's going on. Yeah. I know the hope. Of course, there's a future with so I This is just a little bit, you know. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, it just happened. And it happened last time. Last time it happened was in 2014 when it hit Ebola. You know, and. Uh, uh, well, this is the world, you know, is this the end of this, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the, in the future, but then again, uh, I, I, I think that this is right and it's going to take some time uh, to get over all this, and so, um, we'll see. Development, uh, yeah. yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, like I said, I'm going to do this show, you know, and it's, it's very similar what Anthony Borden did, God bless him, Anthony Borden was a pretty yeah. chef himself, you know, uh, on those all ones that. Very I'd cool, I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to see your show come to life, that'll be pretty awesome to watch and obviously maybe try some of the food too. <laughs> so, if anything, yeah. if anything, Deep, I'd like to see maybe a, a test run on YouTube. Uh, that you can post on there of uh, you know dinner with deep or you know uh, yeah. travel travel world. <laughs> I'd be really uh, interested in that. that uh, I, I think somebody else suggested that also to me, and we'll see what okay. happens. You know, working on it, and we'll see what happens. Cool. Uh, uh, I'm sure it will happen if it doesn't. You know, but then again, it will. You know, all the shows take time. Get off the crown and all that stuff. You know, and. Uh, um, I'm sure it'll happen. Awesome. Very, very awesome. So, <laughs> switching gears back to Star Wars, Deep. Refresh the fans and everyone listening. What uh, what characters you played in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi? Well, I also did Droopy McCall, which was in the band. That was another okay. makeup thing which I did, you know, and uh, that was Empire with Yoda. That was the Empire. And then uh, Turn, which was the next one. Uh, I did the Ewok. I was the one who was uh, smoking the pipe, smoking the mm-hmm. Ewok. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so that's, that's what it is. That's what the reason it stunk my girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> did that, you know, and um, uh, they were great franchises. You know, like I said, yeah. Star Wars, you know, and uh, uh, is it going to be more Star Wars? I'm sure Disney will come up with an idea and they're going to create another one. Absolutely. Else, you know? But then again, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a winning machine that makes money. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, 
has been a great franchise. Okay. Um, and um, I remember when we were shooting the. Uh, I didn't do that first one because I was busy working on something else at that time. It was in 1975 or 76. The first one they did, but uh, everybody was saying I didn't work, but I heard they, they, they didn't like it. They said, "Ah, uh, talking about the uh, Star Wars, every major star was done except 20th Century Fox said yes. All the big major studios came Star Wars movies down, and." Uh, I remember Alan Ladjuder was the CEO, the, the, the president of Fox. He had guts to say yes, and uh, Alan Ladjuder had a company called Lad Company with Warner Brothers. That's what he did afterwards when he left Fox. You know, so uh, well, there it is. You know. Can you imagine all the big major studios kicking themselves and not taking a step except the uh, 20th Century Fox did that? So, so deep, deep when when the original Star Wars came out in '77, uh, when were you able to to view the film? The original, I think the. the The one I did is a filming in '78. I don't think it came out in '79, if I recall. No, '77. I think it came out in '79. The second one was it? The second one, yes. Empire. Yeah, second one was 1980. Yeah, Empire is 1980. Nine, 1980. We were filming in '78. Wow, that's a long time to wait to see your final product. Yeah, it is. You know, but then, then you know, then again, they have a lot of special effects to do and all that. You know, the industry has seen so much. You know, that they did the special effects, special effects, and all that thing. And uh, uh, I remember also working on the third one, The Return. I think they started working on that in 1980 or 81. They did back to back. So I think. Uh, Turn of the Jedi was regarded. Did it come in eighty two or eighty one? Eighty three when it was released. Eighty three, eighty three, eighty three. We were filming in eighty one. Return of the Jedi. So, it's crazy to think back on all the yeah. filming you did back then and what it's become now, and how. How much of a juggernaut it is as a, a franchise for fans and and the actors and actresses that you know help make bring that all to life. I mean, what a what a cool feeling that's got to be, you know, being a part of that franchise. How what's the what do you what are your thoughts when you say, hey, you know, I was in Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back and played the you know. Uh, playing Yoda and stuff. What, what comes to mind for you, Deep, as you look back on the on all that? What comes in on the thing is, you know, we were all laughing now and how lucky I was to get in, to be involved in one of the 
greatest franchises, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, you got you got Star Trek as well, but then again, you know, between Star Trek, Star Wars, Doctor Who, but we talk about Star Wars. Uh, uh, I was lucky. I was lucky. I was living in London at that time, and, uh, and to be asked by George Lucas for an audition, you know, I got that yes, the Lord, and I was excited. It was exciting. I didn't know how how big it was going to be, but we already done the first one, and to get involved with such a franchise, uh, I was I was lucky to to be part of it, and uh, and 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 to play Walking Yoda, which they created for me, which was a plus. We play in the band with the Trooper McCall. Yeah, that was good. And not only that, they put me into RTD too, because even though it wasn't built for me, it did. So did you? You had uh, a no, 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 and they're oh, like, there are nice people in Jabalahat where they, some of them want the tail, some of them want the eyes. And, <laughs> uh, wow. And, you know, so we were like, there are nice people in Jabalahat. That's which amazing. Was, uh, That's so cool. Which was, which was puppeteering, you know, all the puppeteering, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, to be in Jabalahat, hey. So do you, do you ever rewatch the Star Wars films that you've been in? I haven't. I mean, it was a long time ago, but I haven't watched any films because uh, I don't like watching myself. I don't. Hmm. You know, I don't because the other criticize I could have done that, or I could have done this, I could have done that. You know, but then again, hey. Uh, uh, I don't. That's me. Um, that's it. That's interesting, okay. Deep. I have a question about you viewing the films. Did you go to the premieres of The Empire or Return of the Jedi, or did you just kind of wait for the the dust to settle and then go see it? No, no. I I I went to the premiere. I did. Yes, I did. And then it was a long time in London. But uh, you all do that, you know, and uh, uh, it's, 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 it's a reward after your hard work. And uh, normally, you know, you get invited and, and, and it's an honor to be invited. But, um, uh, yeah, with that, yes. Very cool, Deep. So, you know, we've, we're talking Star Wars, May the 4th, coming up just around the corner. What what do fans ask you the most when you're going to different conventions? Do they do they always bring up Star Wars? Do they bring up Star Trek? What what questions do you get asked the most when you're um, yeah. visiting your fans? I've been, I've been, I've been lucky when we do the conventions, you know, and... Uh, uh, 
about uh, Doctor Who, which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek. Yeah, Star Wars. Never ending story. And the East One and Down. Yeah. They're all very different, you know. You know, I mean, it's not much. Especially, you know, still remember Never Ending Story. It's a ventriloquist doll who comes into life and starts killing people. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> this is yeah. this is yeah, so so then so then it's her and 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 the guy has the doll in the ventriloquist and it's performing on the stage and he puts that doll down and the the doll disappears. Now he's 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 acting, you know, you know, he's doll, you know, so. And that's the you know, and he walks around and starts killing people. That's that's uh, Mr. Sin they call him. Wow, looks very cool. Which was, uh, I I just I think it was about seven episodes. That that was in nineteen seventy. Wow. Cool. That was nineteen seventy six with Tom Baker. Okay. Uh, 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 he was a doctor. He was a doctor. Yeah. Nice. Who is the doctor, Deep? Who is the doctor? Uh, Tom Tom Baker. So, when did you when did your career start then? When did you what was your first film appearance then? Uh, My first we, appearance was in the 1975. Uh, at at the first feature, which I did, there was uh, uh, Panther, Strike Scared with Peter Sellers. <laughs> Oh, one of my favorites. The Peter Sellers, the Peter Sellers, one of the funniest guys. I get lots of very, very good, very funny guy. Love him. But I, my first television appearance that I did was in nineteen, also in nineteen seventy-five, was the Avengers. Wow! From comedy to an amazing uh, science fiction fantasy back, like you've done every like my whole wow. favorite genres combined. You've just been in everything, and it's amazing just to think back how long ago it's been. I mean, I wasn't wasn't alive then, showing my age, but I've seen all those classics, and I love them. 
That's cool. What was it like working alongside JJ and Simon Pegg, you know, who's kind of your... Well, JJ, you know. because JJ is an amazing, you know, JJ also directs, you know, he's background people, where he wants, you know, how he's going to do the study camp, where he does that and bring the background people. You've been really fortunate, and, and as you've said, uh, Deep, you've been blessed, and I'm just thrilled as all get out for the opportunities that you've had to be able to share with, uh, with the fan base, uh, whether it be Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Willy Wonka, Never Me Story. I mean, there's so many. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so happy to, to, you know, and thankful that you, you know, shared this with us. This is just amazing, Keith. Well, and to be uh, sought out for all those roles is just so amazing uh, to have such a career where people are just asking for you. That's wonderful. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. And, uh, uh, wish you all the best and uh, the people that are listening please be safe and uh, good days are coming ahead uh, be patient uh, <laughs> stay safe be happy take care of your health and uh, uh, this is just a little bump it's going to get over it too and uh, life is going to be amazing what a great way to spend Star Wars May the 4th on our episode talking with legendary actor Deep Roy. Uh, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate your time. And uh, well, yeah. Last but not least, you know, I think uh, uh, life is wonderful. Everyone is amazing in life. God bless you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Always Thank appreciate you, having you on, Deep. It's always such a pleasure getting to chat with you. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Be safe. Be healthy. And keep your distance, as they say. You know, and, uh, and be healthy. May the 4th be with you all. Thanks, Deep. May the 4th, yeah. The 4th is with everyone. Thank <laughs> you.